0: Welcome to the podcast, Players in the Game of Life. For the first time, as my desire is to help all look at some of the differences of the mindsets of this human race. In essence, I just want you to think a little past normalcy, outside the boat, and just a couple of notches above mediocrity. We're now talking to you about the aspects of the blended families. And at risk of continuing on a down note, These facts must be stated. There are a few realities that go along with blended families. Number one, there isn't a single family aspect of blended family life that doesn't involve some facet of loss. The reality is the very birth of a blended family is rooted in loss of another family. And it is through this reality that nearly every family's turning point will be experienced and viewed. Second, brokenness, grief, and loss are words most people don't associate with the excitement of a new marriage or new family relationship. Sadly, that's not the case in the blended family. The truth is, harsh as it may be, those three words are an inevitable part of the blended family life. Brokenness is hard enough in a blood or... Biological family. But it is an altogether different ball of wax when there are children involved. When mother or father decide to sever ties with each other for whatever the reason, the children, young, adolescents, teenagers, live in presumed grown, or yes, even adults, may have a hard time dealing with the social emotional spiritual and mental fallout of a broken family ties combining now a step-parent relationship could possibly bring out attitudes and behaviors that would be toxic to a blended family the children in these situations may not possess the life skills needed to navigate through this uncharted territory and now what we end up with is a ball of confusion lack of or discourteous communication rebelliousness disrespectfulness ungratefulness then there's grief and loss sometimes those two d's may make an appearance in the blended family life that is death and divorce yes it's hard for a biological family to not feel some kind of way but with the blended family grief and loss could reveal feelings and behaviors that may cause unavoidable aftershocks. Though it is unintentional, most people simply want to keep it pushing. We don't want to park on unpleasant lots. We don't want to be stuck in an uncomfortable situation. But keeping it real, ignoring or even not really thinking about the impact of loss can without a doubt become a brick wall to unity, and birth anger, frustration, and resentment in most children and even some adults. May I ask those of you listening to this podcast, have you or someone you are acquainted with ever experienced this or even presently in a similar situation? How did they resolve it? I know, I know. Hindsight, most of the time, is 20-20. Were there some red flags in the beginning that you saw but neglected? Did they measure twice? Did they seek wise counsel? Okay, okay, how about prayer? Did they pray or did they deal with only their he or she motions? Did they think? Do you know what the outcome was? Oh my God. The more you think about what their outcome was, you're steady working on something and thinking, is that going to be the same for you? Let's presume that all involved want the blended family to be victorious and continue moving forward in a workable relationship. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Hit the pause button for a minute. Let me define workable relationship. A workable relationship is one, I believe, that has productive communication no verbal or physical abuse, able to agree to disagree. Also have a commitment to the relationship with respect and consideration for the other's input. Before you start preparing to cut your losses in the blended family, ask yourself and say, self, have I done all I can do to make this happen? Have I neglected doing something I should have done? If it took you more than 10 seconds to think about your response, maybe you should try setting realistic expectations. Remember, communication is the key. Parent together, not separately. Don't show the children that you are separated. Then they're gonna start picking and choosing. Create your own unique family system. Don't go by what somebody else says. Seek professional counseling. See what goes best for you, a custom-made family just for you and your kids, your people, your wife, your husband. Stay connected to your partner. Work together, talk together, pray together. Do those things that cause a, a joint communication kind of project. Practice patience and understanding. I know it's difficult sometimes for us to deal with Children and sometimes even adults and trying to understand why they do what they do. Dog it, you don't have way understand sometimes why you do the things you do. Have you ever asked yourself why did I do that? Stay the course and don't give up. The only thing that comes to a quitter, my brothers and sisters, is the end. Experience and the education I received from the University of H&K And that's hard knocks has taught me very well. After surviving a painful marriage or separation, some find themselves in a new presumed loving relationship. And the temptation can be to zoom head first right into remarriage and a blended family without first laying solid foundations, setting limits and boundaries. Limits and boundaries are good. You know, children like to know that they are cared about. They like to be respected. They like to be loved. They want to know that you you care enough about them not to let them do any and everything. Don't ever keep your emotions bottled up and insist on respect. Insisting people to like one another, that's a pipe dream. But you must respect and insist that all treat one another like they want to be treated. And that's with respect. Now, hold up. Just because you treat somebody with respect doesn't mean that they're going to treat you the exact same way. In fact, sometimes it's totally the opposite. There is more to the causes of blended families not going the distance than I could give you in a podcast. But this I will say without any reservations. Everything doesn't fall on the shoulders of the children, whether they are in diapers or depends. For those that didn't catch that, this is babies to elderly parents or bedridden other members of the blended family. You know, sometimes we have other people living that living with you or inside the house that aren't your blood relatives or whatever. Don't get it twisted. There are some blended families that are very positive. There's a love, sharing, communication, respect, compromise and a spiritual presence that enables us to focus on the things that honors he who some call father to him who paid the ultimate price so all who would be or could be saved and to him who is our comforter our guide and the reveal of all things meet me next week wherever your podcast. Wherever you catch them. wherever you can find the players in the game of life, search us out. Please hit that like button, download us as well. As for that positive blended family, check in next week. In fact, let me give you a a little hint. I'm in a blended family relationship. It's not a marriage and it's a platonic relationship. It's where I've been adopted as a son and as a brother and as a nephew to some members of my church that I used to go to or used to be at. And I love them hard and I love them deep. I want you to pray for her because right now she's in fourth stage of cancer, brain cancer, and she's fighting like a soldier. But she loves the Lord and he's definitely with her. Stay tuned next week, and let me tell you about that blended family relationship, and it's a positive one at that. God bless you. May the Lord love you and keep you strong, and I'll talk to you next week.